What's up, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the latest installment of the Hogline Podcast. I am your solo host doing a solo episode today. Um, Jack, uh, just me, all by myself. Uh, uh, this is terrible. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, we are, I'm joined today, uh, as always, by Mitchell. Um, and we have a special guest, uh, Ryan Jeffrey, joining us. Say hello. What's going on? Um, today, we are going to uh, be doing something a little different. Uh, NFL Would You Rathers. I thought of, I have a couple, I'll say like nine or ten, I think I have, uh, NFL-related questions, uh, all in Would You Rather format, that I'll be giving Mitchell and Ryan. Uh, they don't know the questions, and I hardly know them either. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, we'll get started. Let's do it. Any any questions beforehand? This is the least amount of preparation I've ever done for a podcast. I have no idea what the questions are, other than they're related to the NFL. Yeah, are so, these gonna be like at all fantasy based? Or are they just entirely like who would you rather have on your football team? Uh, I don't probably know. clarify Both. right as you read it. Yeah, both. Okay. All right, sweet. Pretty random, some of them. Yeah, I like the element of surprise here. So, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. All right, We're, I'm ready. So the first one I have, um, it's a pretty uh common one that I think we've been hearing a lot. Um, but interested to hear what you guys think about it. Who would you rather have for the next ten years, Burrow or Herbert? Mitchell, why don't you kick that off? <laughs> so, well, yeah, see, this is part of the, the non-preparation for the episode because then, like, I can't have any stats ready. I can give you some um, stats. What do you want? I, I have a few written down let's, for some later how, questions. How about, how about we, uh, we give our opinion and then you list the stats and we'll see if that changes our mind at all. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, I guess I won't look anything up. I have stats ready. I'd rather have Joe Burrow. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll get some explanation with mine, but I think I would rather have Justin Herbert. Um, because I, I, honestly, I thought Justin Herbert was going to be a bust when I watched him in college. Um, for some reason, he kind of reminded me of, like Sam Darnold, and I didn't like Sam Darnold coming out either. Um, but he's he's like he has a cannon. He looks really good to start. And with Burrow, I'm kind of worried about his injury. He might be out all of next season too. Right. Um, so I think Joe Burrow obviously is like uh, a better prospect and he's performed like he's going to be successful in the league. But Herbert has the potential to be a top five quarterback in the NFL going forward if he progresses the way that he is so far. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I'm, I was going to elaborate, Jack. Go, go, go. So – you know, Justin Herbert, I, I liked him like initially, um, but then I feel like I don't know what it was, but like, I guess approaching our rookie draft or and whatnot. Um, I don't know. I kind of like took him off my radar, maybe because I was kind of disregarding the quarterback position. So focused heavily on like looking into the running backs and the receivers and whatnot. Um, but I always knew he was very talented. He's he has the size to be a quarterback, the arm strength. More, more than the average arm strength to be a successful quarterback. And he's, you know, unless 
I mean, I, I think honestly, even if he got hurt now, he would still probably be the rookie of the year. So he pretty much has it all locked up at this point. Um, but yeah, Joe Burrow, I think I would argue that the Chargers have way more to work with in terms of talent uh, around sure. them than the Bengals do. And I mean, you can also pin this on coaching as well for Herbert, but he's not winning many games. He kind of barely beat the Jets this weekend. Um, Burrow kind of goes to a team that was the worst team in the NFL last year, instantly changes the culture. And I know they also weren't winning too many games, but um, I don't know. I, I just had a feeling around the Bengals that, you know, he just, he changed the whole vibe of them. And the injury throws a wrench into everything as well. Um, we don't know if that's going to hold him out longer or what the long-term effects of that will be, but I think I'd still be willing to bang on Herbert. I'm sorry, Burrow at this point. Um, so stats, uh, stat wise, they both have the same games played now because uh, Herbert didn't play week one and now Burrow's been out for a week. Uh, so ten game, through 10 games played, um, their QB records are similar. Burrow 2-7-1 to Herbert's 2-8. Um, the almost the same amount of passing attempts. Uh, Burrow is 404 to Herbert's 402. Um, so it's not like one passes more than the other. Um, but Burrow's stats 65.3% completion, uh, 26 close to 2,700 yards, 13 touchdowns, five interceptions, and then Herbert has a 66. 0.9% completion, 3,000, a little over 3,000 yards, 23 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. How um, many rushing touchdowns for each? I know Burrow had at least three or uh, two. Herbert's rushing stats, rushing, Herbert's got three. And Burrow also has three. Okay. Hmm. Pretty similar. Yeah, it's interesting. And it makes sense. I mean, if you just look at them, like game by game and just look at their stats you can tell that herbert's just been better so far that doesn't mean he's going to be better long term necessarily but i think that those stats didn't really surprise me um i think you could like i know some people could argue like herbert has much higher stats because his defense sucks but the Bengals' defense is just as bad as the chargers defense yeah it's just that herbert like has that big playability and i think burrow is still working on that right yeah i I agree. I mean, just we. I just read off the stats, and they're like pretty similar. Um, so you can make an argument either way, statistically, probably. Um, but I, I test. I just really like what I've seen from Herbert. Um, that one touchdown he had the other week, or maybe last week. He, I think it was to Keenan Allen. He he likes. Do you know what I'm talking? He was, he like rolled out of the pocket and did it on the run, and he like Keenan Allen was just like standing there back in the end zone. That was a that was yeah. a bullet. That was such yeah. a good pass. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that was really nice. I'll tell yeah. you what though, if if the Bengal if the Bengals don't, you know, I'm sure they will. They'd have to. They'd be idiots not to invest heavily in the offensive line. Then, then at that point, you got to take Harper because Burrow's right. not going to make it through his career. I mean, <laughs> this is the reason why he's already hurt too, right? Yeah. But I've seen a lot of oh, yeah. a lot of mock drafts have them taking that organ tackle. Uh, he opted out of the season, so I mean that's that's a good. I, apparently, he's like a very good like generational lineman prospect. I don't really know that much about him, but I know he opted out of the season, so he's not playing this year. But he's still projected to go like top five, so that'd be a good pick for them. And you know, it seems like a no-brainer for the Bengals to just like throw a ton of money and draft picks at the at the line. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, my next question I got, uh, kind of related a little bit. Um, just as a franchise as a whole going forward, um, would you rather be in the charger situation or the Eagle situation? <laughs> I guess, excluding, uh, like, gotta take the dig at them. Um, this year, because like, I guess if you, not not factoring in like the Eagles having a chance to win the division just like after this season, if that right, like, right. I mean, I think the obvious answer is the Chargers. They, we just talked about how good their rookie quarterback is. I mean, I'm I'm assuming that he's going to perform the same or better throughout his career. Um, the Eagles, on the other hand, I mean, both both coaching staffs I think are pretty bad, um, yeah. but Chargers. I don't know. I mean, the most important position is quarterback and they have their quarterback locked up. Whereas the Eagles have Carson Wentz, who's not performing. And um, I don't know, they don't really know what to do with him at this point. We have so much uh, invested in him that we can't just bench him or cut him. Really. Um, We could trade him, but then whereas that that leaves us without a quarterback. So end of the day, I think the Chargers are obviously in a much better position and they're going to get a high draft pick. If the Eagles end up winning the division, then they're not going to get a high draft pick and, we won't improve our, our on our offensive line and some of our deep <clears throat> some of our defensive problems. So and also um I guess another thing to consider maybe I don't it probably doesn't change your answer still, but um I don't know if you consider the Chargers their division. They gotta face the Chiefs. Like they're not they're not gonna win the division anytime soon. And the yeah. Eagles do have <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Um, I think that's true, but at the same time, now that there's seven teams per conference that make it, I don't think that matters right. nearly as much. Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with the um the Chargers. Uh, I mean, a lot of the reasons Ryan said as well, but what, one of the biggest luxuries in sports, if not the biggest, is to have uh, a very good, young, talented quarterback, and especially on the on a rookie contract. Um, it provides you a lot of flexibility to to spend elsewhere on your team. And I feel like that's when teams really have the best Super Bowl window is years two through four of a rookie quarterback on the rookie deal. Because, um, again, you can spend other spend at other positions in free agency. Um, and I really do think that the only thing holding the Chargers back or one of the only thing holding them back is is Anthony Lynn. Um, okay. Last season, he went five and eleven as the head coach of the chargers after making the playoffs the year before, but then this year they're three and eight and all eight of their losses are one possession. So, <laughs> uh, I mean that at that point, I feel like you have to look at the head coach as That's the main person to blame. Yeah. Right. Herbert's obviously playing really well and he can only do so much. So if, if all, all eight of your losses are by one possession that has to say something on the coaching staff. And I mean, I, I would really be looking elsewhere if I were chargers, um, management just because i feel like you can't that, that's unacceptable so you really need to make a change at that point and or maybe change a coordinator or something's got to change in the coaching staff i'm looking at anthony lynn and um just yeah because of the the deal that herbert's on and a great surrounding core you you have to pick the chargers there no offense to the eagles and i mean there, there's a lot of problems but i don't know i feel like i even for even how much i hate the eagles and their fans sorry ryan <laughs> I, I still feel like i am more optimistic than you'd think to believe yeah, you really are. You I am because every year. year I always pick them to finish higher than they are. So 
I don't know. And I still think that I still think they can win the division. Like I'm not like I can, I don't know. They're if, like half a game out. Yeah, they can win the division. I know, but like people still might like think like they still have no like I know mathematically yes they're very much yeah. in it, but just the spirit of the team seems very down in the fans. But I still think like they're right there, and I think they will to be honest. Um. Yeah, and I also. I think I'd agree. I'd say the Chargers. Um, Ryan, ref, or one of you said the previous question, how bad the Chargers defense is. Um, but, like, I feel like they, they have pieces. They have one of the best pass rushers in football, Joey Bosa, um, and uh, one of the best safeties went healthy, Derwin James, I forgot about, just because he's been hurt the past two years pretty much. I don't know, I guess coming off of almost two years of injury, I don't know if he'll be the same, but if he is, that's a huge piece that they could add. And then as Mitchell said, uh, through more free agent signings since their uh, their cap situation probably looks pretty good with Herbert on his rookie deal. Um, I guess to go with the Chargers. Yeah, and, and to that point, I mean, you saw how quickly the the Redskins or the Washington football team turned their defense around this season. And- True. I mean, Altec was, I don't even know what free agent moves they made, but um, getting Chase Young in the draft just turned the whole defense around. So right. they get done pretty easily and pretty quickly. All right. So my next question. Um, in your wide receiver, would you rather have DK Metcalf strength or Tyree Kill speed? I would rather have DK's strength because easy answer. You what? Tyreek Hill. Easy answer. Interesting. Yeah, and you'll end up with John Ross. True. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He is he's very injury prone. <laughs> uh yeah, but I don't think speed is everything. Um if you're talking like speed plus route running, sure that's a little different. But if you're just talking about Tyreek Hill's speed, I, I think strength is probably more important. Um, I think, like, if you're talking, uh, like, do I want a, a speedster or a strength guy on, like, the Eagles? I'd rather have a speedster because it opens up the field and helps other receivers. But in terms of that specific receiver, I'd rather him be strong because I think that's a better way to bully the defense. And, um, yeah. Right. I think uh, – sorry, I'm going to change my answer, not necessarily because of Ryan's analysis and, and answer um yeah, i think i just got awesome. i just got emotional emotionally invested because i have tyree hill on my dynasty team um and also at surface level i just kind of took the question as would i rather have tyree hill or dk metcalf um but that's not really the question it's the attributes of those guys um yeah. i actually read like a whole article i don't know where i saw it on how uh how speed like that really does not equate to wide receiver success and right. how the 40 yard dash of the combine is so overblown. And there was just, I think it was an article or maybe a Reddit post or something of like, they listed so many examples of re- receivers that were like very successful that did not run, did not have good 40 times. Uh, you know, Larry Fitzgerald, Jarvis Landry, Anquan Bolden, all those guys ran terrible 40 times. I think they were all in like the four, six, four, six, five range. Wow. So not very good at all. And you could still be very successful. And there's so much more to the receiver position than speed. Um, I mean, Tyreek Hill, he has speed, but he also has very underrated hands and just 
he's also very strong for how small he is height wise. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot that goes into Tyreek Hill. Obviously, he also has Patrick Mahomes throwing to him, but there's a lot more to them. He's not just a speedster, is what I'm trying to say, even though he may appear to be that way. Um, but yeah, strength and other things in general are way more important than speed. But you know, when you're the fastest player in the, the league, it still helps. But yeah, and I'm I'm a big advocate for thinking that route running is like the most important skill for a wide receiver to have, because I think it's something that you can do well into your thirties, whereas your speed slows down and um, your strength, like people can start to outmuscle you. Um, but with your route running, like if you can create separation, you're always going to be open. You're always going to get targets. Now Larry's still kicking. Yep. Uh, I agree with you. I take the DK Metcalf strength. Um, but I guess real quick, Straight up, which receiver, DK or Tyreek, like going forward? Tyreek Hill. Consider age, too. Consider age. Tyreek Hill. Give me DK. I'm taking DK. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. All right. We'll move on. <laughs> um, this next question helps me out. Um, Glad to help you out. Uh, regarding uh, who I'm going to be keeping next year. In a fantasy league, um, who do you think's gonna have a better 2021 season, DeAndre Swift or Antonio Gibson? Yeah, say the rounds, say the rounds that you have to. I don't even know the rounds. Do you know? I, the rounds? I know what they are. You say um, <laughs> so. Jack can either keep DeAndre Swift for a seventh round pick or uh, Antonio Gibson for a ninth round pick in our in our uh, main redraft, redraft league. Yeah, all right, Mitchell, why don't you start? I know what, I'm, what my answer is gonna be, but. I am going to go, oh, man. It is tough. That two-round the two round discount does help a lot, too. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll still go with Swift. It's a really tough one. I'll go with Swift just because he's looked really good in flashes, and especially, I mean, the main reason why is because Matt Patricia is no longer there, and that's got to give you hope pretty much no matter who they bring in right will be better than him i mean matt patricia you know was the guy when carry on was having a good rookie season would put out Legarrette blunt who would average like 3.1 yards per carry and then like now even adrian peterson was you know he's still he's probably better than what Legarrette blunt was at that time clearly but he's still like clearly you have a dynamic running back and he's just i don't know what it is like does he think like is he trying to preserve them? Like I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to what his rationale would be in order for those moves. But anyway, I mean, it's got to be better whoever they bring in, and even with the very uh, inhibiting head coach and Patricia, he Swift was still doing well. So I'm gonna go with Swift, although it's very close, and you do get a two round discount with Gibson there. Yeah, for me, it's uh, it's Swift, and I don't think it's that close. Maybe that's kind of like ignorant on my end. I, I, I do know that like I have um, a hard time buying into guys that weren't drafted very high and I wasn't very high on myself coming out of college. Um, that's why like I'm not going to be buying guys like James Robinson or Antonio Gibson, even if they they look good in their rookie year, because I am worried like they could just be, you know, flash in a pan guys. Um, whereas this guy. What's that? Why do we invite this guy on the show? <laughs> I'm just speaking my truth, man. Um, yeah, whereas DeAndre Swift was uh, like highly graded prospect, 
um, good draft capital and has looked really good when he's played. So uh, for me, it's, I mean, the two rounds, the seventh versus the ninth round pick, I don't think that there's much difference in value there. So for me, I'd go Swift pretty easily. About the draft capital though. Um, I mean, Gibson was a second pick of the third round. So I think it's a little different. I mean, again, may, I may be biased as a, as I love Antonio Gibson and I have him on so many leagues, but I have had that thought about Jane Robinson being a flash in the pan. Sorry, Mitchell. Um, just because he's was an undrafted free agent. So like there's no draft capital there, but the Washington took him early with their first third, like early in the third round, almost the second round. But um, so that's why I don't necessarily think he'll be a flash in the pan kind of guy. Um I would still go with Swift, I think. Um, main reason Mitchell said Patricia's gone, which you said the thing about carry on. And like DeAndre has such a talented running back prospect, so highly touted, obviously really good. And he didn't even get his first official start at running back until week 10. I don't know why. Like that, that just doesn't make any sense to me. So, um, yeah, I think I go Swift. I don't know. I'm still mulling it over, but yeah. Garrett Blunt and Adrian Peterson have some like dirt on Patricia or something like that. They're like blackmailing him. Yeah. Well, okay. So you said Gibson went early third. Uh, Swift was the second running back off the board. What about Gibson? How many running backs went between the two? Um, Dobbins, Akers, Taylor. Clyde and Swift. I think that's did, it. Did Dobbins go before him? Yep. Yeah, okay. Second round. So how many did you just name? Five, right? Yeah. So he was the sixth running back taken. Okay. Fifth or sixth running back taken. Definitely sixth, maybe later. Oh, no. A.J. Dillon was taken early. <laughs> um. So I think. Oh, yeah, he was taken in the late second. Yeah. So <laughs> after those, then seventh running back by the sixth. But yeah. Hey, breakout season's coming next year. <laughs> I mean, maybe if one of, if Jones or Williams are gone, I don't know. It still doesn't make any <laughs> sense. What do you think is more confusing? Like a more confusing pick, that or the Hertz pick? Um, the, the, just the first three rounds of the Packers picks were awful. They went, they needed a wide receiver. They decided to go quarterback, yeah. running back, tight end. Well, they, they didn't even pick a receiver in the whole entire draft. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah, I don't get that. I, I I agree. Obviously, all of them are confusing, but the Jordan Love one makes a little bit more sense than the A.J. Dillon one. Okay, you guys always talk about having a young quarterback on a rookie deal. He's not, he's going to be benched his entire rookie. Or, right, yeah. yeah. Entire that's, uh, that's contract. True. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Terrible. But, like, those – I guess just take those three picks, the choice to make those three picks or the Jalen Hurts pick in the second round. Is this, Hurts, a, is this one of your questions or is this a bonus question? Bonus question. It's a treat. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I've just been really just trying to make sense of the Jalen Hurts pick. I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't love it. I don't. I think a lot of Philadelphians are pissed about that, but I don't get it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Let's I remember see. where we were. Jack was right in this room where I'm sitting right now, and and I think and and I didn't even know the pick happened. He's like, the Eagles just took Jalen Hurts. I'm like, I was very shocked. I think it was like 
yeah. taking a shower or something like that. I missed it. I mean, there were rumors of him dropping to the third or fourth round even. Maybe. I just like we could have gotten him in the third round. I, I'm, we had a comp pick, I'm pretty sure. So it had to have been late third. But I think he could have still been there. And it's not like it, quarterback was a huge need. Right. Hey, he's a golden goat now. So let's get him on the field. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I'll skip that question for now. Let's see. All right. Whose career would you rather have? AJ Green or Des Bryant? <laughs> I want to hear your answers. Then I'll give you some stats. And then we'll see if they change. That's kind of tough. I think I would go Des. But I would like to hear some stats. Mitchell. AJ Green. All right. AJ Green, 122 games played to date. They're still both active, but I feel like they're kind of like I picked them because I feel like they're kind of similar in where they are in the career. Maybe AJ Green's got uh, a little Green's more left. Got more left. Yeah. AJ Green definitely. Des Bryant was a left. practice squad player and wasn't even on a team until like three weeks ago. Well, guess who had three targets this week? Um, um, anyway, catches. By the way, by the way, did you see that someone put twenty five thousand dollars on him <laughs> getting over like twenty five receiving yards yesterday? Yeah. yeah. When he, That's a when he had a, a backup and a third string quarterback <laughs> I, I thrown. I don't know if he caught. I don't know if he caught a pass. He, he did three targets for zero catches. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. Because yeah, the Lamar's not even playing. You're going against probably the best defense in the NFL. It doesn't make sense. If Jack, um, <laughs> who is the biggest Des Bryant fan I know by far, wouldn't do that bet, or if anything close to that, wouldn't probably bet one dollar on it. I also don't have twenty five thousand dollars, but yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, back to the stats. AJ Green, 122 games, 637 receptions, 9,200 yards, and 64 touchdowns. Um, Des had 116 games, so a little almost the same. 535 receptions, 7,500 yards, 73 touchdowns. And AJ Green has made seven Pro Bowls. Des has made three Pro Bowls, but he was a first team All Pro. So Des had the better stats, right? <laughs> Green had more yards. I don't know. Green Green okay. had like Almost what is this? Thousand like, more yards. Yeah, like seventeen hundred more yards and a hundred more receptions. But Des had nine more touchdowns. Des had a little bit like like half a season less games played, but I think it's about the same. I mean, and I think I think that makes total sense based on the type of players that they are. Des is always a red zone target. Um, yeah. AJ Green always like could catch a ton of balls and he's a deep threat well they're both kind of deep threats but um des is that you know 50 50 type of receiver that you want to target in the red zone so i think it makes sense are you guys gonna stick with your answers yeah uh yeah but i don't think there's much separation between the two okay okay not not that this like should matter or anything but do you think aj green has made more money than des bryant more money yeah. I would say probably not. I think being named to a first team all pro probably got Des a, a more sizable contract if I had to guess, but it doesn't matter. They both are financially set for life if they were right. smart. So it doesn't really matter. I just was curious because I know AJ Green was a top pick. So maybe that factored into more money. 
Um, but yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if, if Green gets another contract next year, which he probably will, and it probably will be for like not a ton of money, but more than Des will get. Or I don't know. Also, AJ Green's contract. been through a lot of uh, injuries, so maybe there's more of a toll on his body at this point. And I don't know if that we're considering that. Des has been know. through injuries too. I don't. Oh yeah, Des and his Achilles <laughs> too. So I don't know. Injuries probably aren't good for either one. Um, I don't know. AJ Green has a little bit more longevity. I just I don't know. AJ yeah. Green, that's my answer. I'm taking Des. Of course, Locking I'm in. taking Des. We know. We know you're taking Des. <laughs> Uh, all right. I got a few more here. More fun ones. Okay. Well, um, we were having fun before. No, those, <laughs> those weren't fun. Um, those were serious. Now we're onto the, the silly ones. All right. There's another career one. I don't have okay. stats, but I don't think we need stats. Um, whose career would you rather have Matthew Stafford or Nick Foles? Uh-huh. Like, would I rather be? Who would sure. I rather be? Yeah. I feel like you have to go with Nick Foles. Nick Obviously, Foles. Stafford is the better quarterback, but yeah. he, he won a Super Bowl. I know. <laughs> yeah, you play to win. You don't, I, I guess. Yeah. And it's really not Stafford's fault. Um, I know he's probably going to, like, low-key is going to, like, slip into pro- – I, I don't even know. I'd have to look it up. I'll look it up real quick. But he's probably gonna like top ten, top fifteen all the time in in passing yards, right? Yeah, he just puts I mean, up so much numbers. So like, <laughs> yeah, no, he's I only thirty two. He... He's probably still got like a you know three to right. five years left. Yeah, yeah, and that that answer could change if he ends up, I don't know, actually doing well in the playoffs and maybe wins a Super Bowl. I mean, if he wins a Super Bowl, then obviously Matt Stafford, it's no question because he's obviously the better quarterback and has had the better career, but. I take the Super Bowl over coming up short every year. I mean, it could by the end of next season, Stafford will have fifty thousand passing yards. Wow. Yeah, he's already seventeenth all time. If I had to guess, he's probably gonna finish like top eight. Wow. So first overall pick. Yeah. I mean that's Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah, one of them's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. I'd still rather win a Super Bowl than be in the <laughs> yeah, Hall of Fame. <laughs> right. Really trying to pull for Matt Stafford here. Yeah, and it's not like Nick Foles was like he was it's not like he was the backup during the Super Bowl. Like he he led them to the Super Bowl. So oh, yeah. Um yeah. That that was a magical season for him and the Eagles fans. So like if I were him, like I I'd I'd rather be that. You play to win and you know, he's had enough you know, he has the cool year where he had twenty seven touchdowns and two picks. So that's like another like fun little thing and you know, he's been up and down in other places other than Philadelphia, but um, yeah, you got to go with Nick Foles. Super Bowl MVP, too, so. if he So if he was, like, let's just say Wentz was the quarterback and, like, Nick Foles was just the backup. I don't know. Then I'd probably go with then Stafford, what? to be honest. Because, okay. like, he literally was, he was an integral part of the Super Bowl run. Oh, are you are you saying if Carson Wentz didn't get hurt? If Carson yeah, Wentz didn't get hurt and Foles was, like, just the backup. Oh, and didn't oh, then Stafford, no question. Okay. No one yeah. remembers the backup. Who, who's the backup quarterback that won the Super Bowl last year? <laughs> All right. Okay. What if Wentz got hurt in, like, the NFC Championship game and then Foles came in just for the Super Bowl? That would have been crazy. That would have been wild, yeah. <laughs> he needed that Vikings game, though. If that Viking – or, yeah, it was the Vikings, right? Yeah. If that Vikings game didn't happen – I don't think we'd have won the Super Bowl. Like if we played someone else and he just didn't put up what 38 points 
in the AFC or in the NFC Championship. Yeah, because I I, I remember him kind of struggling toward the end because I remember that Raiders game. I think it was on Christmas. He did, played really bad, and then I think it was like a ten six game. Yeah, yeah. and exactly. then the Falcons in the divisional round. I don't remember what his stats were, but that I know was, it was close though. It was, it was really low scoring. Game. I mean, we won that because it hit off uh, what's his name's knee, Neil, something Keanu, Neil, Keanu Neil. Yeah, hit off yeah. his knee, and then we caught it on the fifty. Ended up that was at the end of the first half. Ended up getting a field goal out of that. And we won thirteen ten. A lot of lucky breaks for Foles. Why do you keep getting purple? Uh, it's it's the computers behind me or in front of me. Oh, <laughs> you keep going blue. Um, all right, that was a fun one. Uh, I got another question that I guess is kind of similar. I'm gonna ask it anyway, though, even though it's pretty. It, it, it the thing. I mean, we can just talk about it real quick if it's that similar. Um, <laughs> which whose career would you rather have? <laughs> Devin Hester or really Jeff, like these questions. <laughs> Devin Hester or Jeff Saturday? I don't know Devin enough Hester. about either. Devin Hester. All right, but Jeff Saturday was a six-time Pro Bowler, first and multiple first-team All-Pro, and a Super Bowl champion. I know, but I don't care. Like Devin, I, but Devin Hester's more fun. I know Devin Hester's more fun, and like he had a moment in the Super Bowl. I know they didn't win that Super. They Bowl, didn't win but- the Super Bowl. So we just valued winning the Super Bowl so much with Nick Foles or Stafford. Why are we not battling over Jeff Saturday with the Super Bowl? He beat Devin Hester in the Super Bowl in 2006. But, like, Stafford hasn't even come close to a Super Bowl. I know that you could say, like, would you rather even not even come close or just or be very close to a Super Bowl? I don't know. Everyone uh, remembers that Devin Hester play. Talking about, the, like, the one of the best centers of all time, probably, in Jeff Saturday. I don't know. It's just different. I think it's definitely different when we're talking about quarterbacks winning the Super Bowl versus other guys because quarterbacks kind of are the ones that lead the team um, a lot of the years to win the Super Bowl, and that's a lot bigger than just I mean I being a wide random wide receiver on a team that won the Super Bowl. Not saying that Devin Hester is just a random wide receiver, but you know it's a little different. Yeah, and Jack, like whenever you whenever people say like who are the best running backs of all time, like. I know people, you could say Barry Sanders. Like, I feel like that's a, you know, an answer like Jim Brown and Walter Payton. I guess Jim Brown and Walter Payton aren't really proving my point here, but like people will say Barry Sanders with no hesitation for the best running back, some people. But no one's going to say Dan Marino is the best quarterback of all time without hesitation because quarterback is like, I don't know, maybe it's unfair, maybe it's not, but that that's how they measure their success. And like, or, um, I don't know. Jerry Rice isn't a good example either because he won Super Bowls. But even if even if Jerry Rice didn't win Super Bowls, like people would still say he's the unanimous best receiver of all time. But no one's gonna say that if you're a quarterback if you haven't. So boom, there you go. That's why it's different. Drop the mic. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'd rather even be Devin Hester anyway because Devin Hester's like one of my favorite players ever. But um, all right. Sorry, Jeff Saturday. I also have this like belief that. Jeff Saturday would not have been voted to the Pro Bowl so many times if his last name wasn't Saturday and he wasn't memorable. Um, You're probably right. On. Anyway, uh, I got two more here. Um, I'll save that one for last. This next one, would you rather play for Adam Gase or be Mitch Trubisky's wide receiver? They're going to say be Mitch Trubisky's like, boyfriend or something <laughs> like that. I thought you were going to like um, – so maybe I, I guess you could think of it. Would you rather be Sam Donald or like Allen Robinson? 
I don't know if that helps you think about it. <laughs> uh, hmm. Like, would you rather have a bad coworker or a bad boss? Kinda. Well, I don't know. <laughs> is it, yeah, I guess it kind of relates to that. But like, the thing is, I was just thinking of like, I don't know. Sam Darnold's career could have possibly been a lot better. I'm gonna say. And, I, I, I'm like, gonna Alan say. Robinson could have had better. I don't know. I'm gonna go with. I'd rather play for Adam Gase. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go the opposite. I'm gonna say I'd rather have Trubisky be my uh, my nice. quarterback because I think. Um, I mean, for like selfish reasons. I mean, Al Robinson's still considered a great wide receiver, and they're just saying like he's not. He like he's still really good, and when he's targeted, he does well. It's just that you know his quarterback sucks. Versus if Adam Gase is your coach, your your development gets like messed up, and you you really never live up to your full potential because of him. So no one really like knows how good you are. Okay, so for me, uh, I don't know if my my argument here will be valid for um, for like these two specifically, but if you just take it, in my opinion, would you rather play for a terrible coach or a, a terrible quarterback? I'm going to go with the coach just because I, I, I don't know. I don't really have any, you know, evidence to back this up per se, but I think coaches are on a shorter leash than a quarterback. I feel like quarterbacks are given a little bit more opportunity, like maybe two to three more years as for a coach. You see coaches get fired after one year all the time. And I think okay. like at that point you can, you can get your coach out of there quicker. And um, I know, you know, if you have a bad coach, it affects like Ryan said, the development of the player, the in-game management, the schemes and whatnot. But I feel like you can still have, I don't know, a good relationship with your teammates and everything and still have good team camaraderie, even if the coach is bad and maybe an awkward locker room and whatnot. But I don't, that was my initial reaction just because I feel like coaches do have are on the shorter lease than quarterbacks because I feel like they invest so much in quarterbacks teams do. So they want to give them more chances and you could be stuck with them a little bit longer than a coach in my opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> and when I was giving my answer, I was just thinking of it in terms of like, we're just talking about one season, like right now in this moment, who would you rather have? Um, but even when you talk about like going forward, I don't think either of those people are going to be associated with that team, with either team next year. <laughs> yeah, true. Right. Yeah. So I don't think it matters that much long-term. Right. All right. All right. So I got my final question here. Um, we're, uh, you're playing the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, All right. I'm visualizing it. Yeah. You're in the Super Bowl. So would you rather this is, and sorry, and both there's going to be two scenarios, two different plays here in order to win the Super Bowl. And both are as the clock hits zero in the fourth quarter and you're down by one, like one point. Um, Make the field goal. <laughs> no, this is like, you'll, you'll see. All right. So would you rather be, Derrick Henry's lead and only blocker as he approaches Aaron Donald on the goal line. So you're getting sandwiched between those two powerful forces. 
uh, sorry, real quick. Is this like, this is the game winning play. Like it happens. Yes. Like, okay. Or so you're going to get wrecked by these two guys or be called on as the emergency backup kicker for a 25 yard field goal. Oh, easily the kicker. Yeah. The kicker. Um, what? We were, so uh, were either you, Jack, you were playing football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that there were any blockers, but I kicked a 40 yarder and then I was just wide on the 45 yarder. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. If you tell me like 35, people are going to remember Derek Henry for that play. People are going to remember you, Jack Manis, for kicking the field goal. But they're going to remember you if you miss it. But no, you said it happens. That's why Ryan clarified the question before. Like, this play is guaranteed to happen. No, 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 no. Like, oh, oh. So if you if you do a bad job blocking, he might not score. Yeah. Oh. I no, mean, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Okay, this is my fault. I should have clarified more. I should I should have clarified more. Well, we thought I'm, you clarified. I thought I'm that sorry. was all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're just the part of the question. The Derrick Henry part. He's going to score, but the cost of it, you're going to be sandwiched between them, the two of them. Okay. The the field goal, it could go either way. Like it's oh, okay. Yeah, it I'm could go field either goal way. Still. Yes, yeah. I have confidence in myself. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, at that point, I'd rather not be the kicker. But that's so different. That's like a whole different question then. Well, that is the question. That is the question. Would you rather get? Then I'd rather be the blocker. I don't want to blocker. Yeah, the kicker, the blocker. I'd rather be the blocker then. Okay. I know Ryan can make a field goal, whatever, a forty-yard field goal at CB South when there's no one around, (laughs) no one blocking it. And it's a Super Bowl. It's the the no, no. I'm cool under pressure. I don't know. Oh man, Jack, what are you going with? Um. I think I'm 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 being the blocker. Okay. I I want to being an I think being an NFL kicker is like the job I would I'd rather have I the least job I'd have want to have like I I I would never be want to be an NFL kicker. Why? It is it's so nerve wracking. Yeah, it is. It's is it's a, I couldn't do it. I think part of me feels like it's like. Like the playing high school competitive golf, it's like that, but like so much worse. If you know what I mean. Explain. We don't know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know. Just playing competitive golf is like really frustrating. I mean, golf is frustrating, but when you're like playing for a team, makes it made it more frustrating and like nerve wracking. But like, it's like the same thing as a kicker. Like it's. I don't know. I feel like golf is different because like you can't rely on your athleticism, you know, like it's all about like your fine tuned skills when like same thing as a kicker, like you you can't rely on your athleticism. You're just kicking a ball, but like, I don't know if that really makes sense, but a little bit, I guess you wouldn't necessarily get it, but I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I could not be a kicker. Even if I had, if even I had a great leg, like, kicker level like talent in my leg I, I couldn't I wouldn't do it I don't know <laughs> you'd rather be a punter at that point right okay I'd rather be a punter sure 
You're never you're never calling a punter to win you the game, or you like possibly cost your team the game. You could drop the snap though. That no, is I, true. But that's like I can catch the ball. Yeah, are you? But like everyone's gonna hate you if you drop the snap though. It's like the no. same thing. No. Come on, you know punter. Being a punter is not as pressure as being a kicker. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going with the blocker still. Now that you've clarified it further. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I was like, why would you even ask that? They're both guaranteed to happen. I'm much rather – people are going to remember you kicking a game-winning field goal. Yeah, yeah I, I'm glad I clarified. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, I, this was fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Even the non-fun questions were fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, close this out, host Jack. Your, your intro is terrible. Let's see if we I can don't do know. It. I don't know how to close out. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Follow us on Instagram at Hogline Podcast at underscore Jack underscore at Mitchell Manis at Ryan Jeff two one four. Yeah, um, it might be an underscore. I'm not sure. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so <laughs> I'll find you. Uh, that is all, and uh, thanks for tuning in. See you guys. See you. Peace.